Okay, bagel, just getting everything set up, starting in one minute.
Hey, welcome everyone to a Stoner Sunday service. I'm Pastor Pothead. I am an ordained Christian pastor through the International Council of Community Churches. Um, this is an open service. Everyone is welcome. And as I say every week, we only last 30 minutes. Yes, we are in and out of church in, in 30 minutes. That way you can take time from your day to, to reconnect with your spiritual side and then jump right back into everything we all do within Web 2 and Web 3 and all the craziness we have going on. So everyone take a, a breath, let all your stress out for a second, and let us pray. Father, we come before you today with humble hearts. We praise you for your goodness and mercy. We thank you for your many blessings in our lives. We ask for your guidance and wisdom as we go through this church service. Help us to open our hearts and minds to hear from you. Amen. So today's readings kind of are different because there's not one reading that truly encompasses what we're going through or going over. So I'm going to jump through several different readings just to give you an idea of, of where my head is and, and what I'm thinking about within the Bible as we go through the sermon in a minute. So our first reading comes from Genesis. We actually heard this last week, and we're going to hear it again, um, importantly, to really get an, an idea. And this week, we're not actually hearing from the message, which is a Bible I typically use, but the New International Version, because I'm looking for more um, accuracy within the word choices, where the message is more of a summary. New International Version is still a... A translation not a translation and a summary of of the original Greek so this is the word from God this is Genesis 1 and then the first half of 28 so God created mankind in his own image in the image of God he created them male and female he created them God blessed them and said to them be fruitful and increase in number fill the earth and subdue it the next reading we have, um, I have to pop up on my phone because I've been all over the place um, trying to figure out, comes from Psalms 5110, um, where David says, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit in me. And then our finer, final comes from Isaiah 45, 7, in which it says, I form the light and create darkness. I bring prosperity and create disaster. I, the Lord, do all these things. The, that is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So before we get into the sermon today, I, I'm going to play another song to give us a chance to kind of center ourselves and just let the world around us step away and while we do that we'll get a chance to just sit back and you know kind of find some peace and tranquility within our hearts and a chance to open ourselves up to the the message today so this is casting crowns only jesus 
Let us pray. Lord, help me to speak your word with faithfulness, clarity, authority, passion, wisdom, humility, and liberty. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation, uh, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. The word create. Ultimately, you know, if you looked it up in Webster's Dictionary, and this is something I hate the pastors do, yet I just did it, means to bring something into existence that did not exist before. In the beginning, God created the earth. And then God created man in his own image. He gave them the power to create now, this is not the power to procreate. This is, this is the biggest fallacy that, that falls within the Bible. Every creature that God created, fish, bird, animal, plant, 
bacteria, virus, they all have the power to reproduce. So procreation is not some magical power that God only passed upon humans. The ability to procreate, to create life from basic building blocks that he places within the, within the creatures to do this is there as a gift from God for all creatures. It's the ability to create something from nothing that God really presents us as this, this magical power that he passes on to humans that he has not truly passed on to other creatures. Many of us consider, our, consider ourselves Web3 web creators or creatives within, within the real world. And in that, what we're really doing is we're taking our thoughts and our ideas and we're, 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 we're putting it into pen and paper or into real objects and we're creating them in a way that it looks like we create them from nothing. Art truly is the ability to take what's in your brain and put it on paper and take the colors and paste it on paper. But it's within your brain that that idea was created. And there wasn't something there before that idea. It's just that idea was created. We have this ability to create. And within that ability to create, we suddenly have a huge responsibility that we create things that are for mankind, not against mankind that are for the improvement of the world that we live in, for an improvement of the gift that God gave us that we sit upon so that our world can become better and better and closer and closer to the world that God initially created for us, the Nirvana of Eden. We have this great power but with this great power, as, as Uncle Ben said, and we all like to say over and over again, with great power comes great responsibility. We've all learned that in Spider-Man, but it's a very important rule. Because God gave us both the power to create and the power to destroy. So you can't create something with nothing unless you can destroy that object too. You know, God said in one of the verses I read, Oops, I dropped you guys. I apologize for that. That probably sounded awful on the phone. God said that, and I lost my place, but I'll find it again. That he created the earth and he could destroy it. He created things and he could destroy them. And he created us in, in, it, in his image. And within that, he gave us the power to create and the power to destroy. That means that we can take something that exists and turn it back into nothingness. Now, yes, I know the law of nature and the law of, of physics states that you cannot truly destroy matter in itself. It's not the matter that we're destroying, it's the existence of the thing that matter was before it was once destroyed. And that, those two powers are the most important and most amazing gifts that he's given us. I mean, you know, looking in this room, I recognize people in here that are artists, that are 
Web3 artists and they create some beautiful art and beautiful NFTs or amazing projects, things that have, you know, utility and benefits to the people who belong to them and the communities they're within. And that ability, that gift from God means that we have to use that ability with, with, within responsibility. We can't just create everything. We can't create things that are evil. We shouldn't. That is where we truly fall is, is our responsibility in giving this power was the expectation that we would use the power for good and not evil. Yet we as humans don't follow the rules that God has to follow. We don't create things that we, that we have expectations that they will continue to improve and get better and better. Um, we create things as humans with no expectations whatsoever. And if they do go the wrong direction, we find uses for that destructive ability just as well as we find uses for the creative ability. And those are things we have to really think about and stop. God created a light within us that shines within the darkness in the world. And with that light, we have the ability to create more lights to shine within the darkness of the world. And with that ability, we have the ability to create more darkness. We have the ability to destroy the light. We have to stop finding ways to destroy that light and create darkness. That, that is a thing that we have to think about. The light that we create is the love within us and the darkness that we use is what we use to hide or destroy that love. And we really need to, as, as Christians or just as people in general, need to focus more on the creation of love and light and less on the destruction or the elimination of love. And we need to think about this, this power of creation from what it truly is. It's the ability for us to take something out of nothing, to create an idea and to put that idea in motion for it to turn into to success. I mean, even the ability for us to make discoveries within science is the ability to create knowledge where there once was not knowledge to be had. And that then would say that science, as though as much as we see it as a man-made object, is really a gift from God in that too. It's our ability to discover the building blocks upon which we live and how they work. It's our ability to take this discovery and turn it into proof of the reality we live in. And we... Don't always go that route. When my children were younger, they liked to create things with Legos and then come show dad what they created and they were all proud of it. And then they would play with it and they would destroy it and they would create something else and they would constantly do this. And I realized as, as, as I'm older that we were teaching them through play that very same power that God handed to them, that power to create and destroy. The, the benefit of what they were doing is when they would destroy their one object to create the new object, they weren't destroying it to hide its brightness or its light. 
They were destroying it to find a different light within it. And if that's how we were to treat the world, that we would remove those things that dim our light, and we would look at those things that we could rebuild to make our light brighter, that we would take the time to do it. Yet, we don't always. So what am I really trying to say that I'm rambling on for the last nine and a half, ten minutes about? What I'm saying is God gave us the power to create and to destroy. That is what is meant by God created us in his image. It doesn't mean that God looks like we look like, that God has two eyes and hair. He could. I'm not sure. I have not actually physically seen God. And I assume when I do, I will be so blinded by his wonder that I might not see him anyway. But I know that he meant when he created us in the image of God, he created us with this power to do the one thing that all the other creatures on the planet and, and birds and, and fish and plants cannot do. And that is to create something from nothing. And the, the real message within this is that we have a responsibility to use those powers responsibly in a way that betters our community, betters the people around us, and betters the world as opposed to destroying it. Let us pray. Loving God, fill my heart with the love that you freely give. Make love my first and last thought. May I love others and freely give to them. Make my spirit a spirit of joy, happiness, and love for both my friends and my enemies. Help me love as abundantly as you, as lo as you have loved me. Amen. So for the next few minutes, I'm going to play a song. And as I play this song, I ask that if you have any prayer requests that you would like us to pray for as a group and you're okay with everyone knowing what that is, you can press on the little bubble in the bottom right-hand corner and, and put your request in. If you have a prayer request where you would like us to pray for you, but you want to keep that prayer request private, please shoot me a DM. I will you know, say that we're praying for you and what's in your heart but I will not share with anybody what it is you would like us to pray for. So those are the options. Um, and while we take a moment to, to kind of think through our life, what, what we may or may not want to pray for, or just a chance to relax for another song, I am going to be playing You Hold It All by Leslie Jordan and John Guerra.
Thank you for this beautiful day, for this opportunity for all of us to come together and to praise your name and to take time to truly understand the gifts that you have given us and the responsibilities we have in the way we utilize those gifts. I ask you today to watch over us, keep us in your heart, in your mind, keep us within, within this your magical hug and loving embrace. I ask that you pray for Doge Days and Respector, Royal Dreads, Solo Breezy, DJ Dave, Tripto, Bagel, Philip, Cam, Darlene, Audio Wave, and Brain Brothers. Watch over us, our families, our friends, the communities we're in. And just help us use what we have inside of us to really show and share your light and your love with the world. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. So we're at the end of church. And for those of you who are here every week, you get me here, my fun part of the thing. Because at the end of church, and we're going to do what every other church does. I'm going to pass around the plate. I'm going to ask you to put all your single dollar bills in there and we're going to take it up to the front and, you know, count it. Nope, that's not what we're going to do. See, because at the Stoner Sunday service, we do church different. And we view tithing as, as a way to take the gifts of God, your time, your treasure, and your talent, to help improve the community you live in, the community that you spend time in in Web3, the community that you are a part of anywhere in the world and to support that, whether it be through mowing a neighbor's yarn, lawn, fostering a pet, taking a neighbor to the grocery store, helping someone take care of something, hanging a picture, anything to me is your act of tithing. If you have the well with all and the treasure to donate to organizations with your community, I ask you to do that. If you don't and you have time or a talent that you can donate, I ask you to do that. Do something. It doesn't have to be monetary. And don't send me your ties. Don't send me your tips. Don't send me your ETH. Well, you know, maybe send me your ETH, but that's a whole different conversation. I don't need that as, as a tent maker which means that I support my ministry through my job in the outside world. It means that I am not supported by the church itself, which makes my life a little bit easier as a pastor. But it also means that I'm, I don't have to ask you to do that for me. And because I don't have to ask you to do that for me, I'm not asking for your money. I'm asking you to do that for your communities. So, like I ask every week, take time this week to give to your community as your tithe. Help your community grow and become stronger. Let us pray. God, we thank you for meeting us here tonight and for delivering your word. 
May each soul in this place have been touched through the songs and the preaching, and may each take to heart the word that came forth. We pray that those seeking an answer received it, and that those who needed a special touch were granted that touch. Bless each of us and keep us safe until we're able to gather together again. Now I say to each of you, go into the world with confidence, trusting that Christ is walking with you. Go be a beacon of light in this dark world and share your light with all. Amen. Thank you. Have a great night.